Hey, dance fam. Welcome to Purpose Chats with me, your host, Ashley Rich. This podcast was made with love for the dance community. So whether you're a dancer, dance teacher, studio owner, or an amazing dance parent, this podcast is for you. Each week, we will discuss topics on all things dance and life, but always deeply rooted in wisdom, grace, and purpose. So with that, go grab a snack and let's jump in. Hello, everyone. That was actually really funny. Of course, that would happen. <laughs> like, pause for a second. Okay. Hi, everyone. Okay, so I'm really excited. <laughs> this is our first recording that we're doing. Um, I decided to just jump in. And if you don't know, this is Purpose Chats podcast. I'm Ashley Rich. I'm your host. And I have my bestie in the world. Tiana Hester with us today. I'm really excited that she's here. Again, if you listen to our previous um, episode, I had her on, we were talking about like why it's important to have diverse teachers and she was like a really big blessing. So I was like, let's do it again. Yes. And um, before I let her, you know, intro herself a little bit, I just like felt like it was important to just hop on video. If you don't personally know me, I am an introvert, extrovert, I like to call myself. So (laughs) my profession is very extroverted. I can't really be an introvert, but in my private life, I'm very introverted. Unless you're like on my inner circle, then you'll get the crazy giggles and me and who I, you know, but I felt like, um, you know, the Lord wanted me to do start doing videos so you guys can just see me, hopefully <laughs> connect with get out of that comfort zone. I know. And just taking that step. And, you know, I have had a little bit of a pause from my pod. I honestly, when I feel like I need to take a break, I'll take a break and I won't say nothing to nobody. Um, and that's just something that I've been really working on is not having to give everybody explanations for every single thing I do. For, I feel like right. I'm telling me to speaking that or putting that on my heart. So I just had to take a, a little break to refocus and just kind of like get on par for what I feel like we gonna like step into with this podcast. And it's also hard for me to even like speak up. It's easy as a teacher, but you know, mm. this is a different space. So bear with me. If you've been listening, thank you for supporting. I hope you continue to support. I'm excited for what's to come. But without further ado, Miss TT, I call her TT. Beyonce, oh my gosh, you call me Cinder, in the, my in angel. In the book. You got a whole book of names. And I think of new ones all the time when I just text her, like, hey, this is your name for now. Right. But, you know, intro yourself. You have anything? I mean, you're, you're now you're a family. You're not like your family on this podcast. You're not really like a guest anymore. So, yeah. you know. No, but I never like talking about myself anyway. So introducing myself is super hard. My name is Tiana. I'm a dancer. To my godson, Love. 
because we are make sure that we are on the line first because I am not perfect. Well, to the human standard. Hmm. I love that. The creator. That's basically cool. imperfect for him. So not perfect to the human standard, but you know, yes. I'm the I'm the other the other side. I feel like I'm the other end, like the yin to the yang. So you're the, you know, reserved. No, we're both reserved, but it's just two different ends like we have. So I'm like the other, I feel like I'm the other half where it's like, you may not say this, but I'll say it. And then <laughs> I may not be capable or have the capacity to say certain things, but you will be the one to be like, you know what? I just feel like, and I'm going to let you do that because that, that helps me a lot. So. I love it. Yeah, you know, um, I just feel like I have to share this because it's so funny. Yes, she's a mother. She's an amazing mom, actually. Her son is my godson, and her son is just the sweetest. (laughs) The sweetest. I mean, I just... I just can't. I just had to like. We're not gonna even say anything about me like not being sweet because I believe that I am. But like, (laughs) it was like I, like Carson was Ashley's child, but I just had him. So even sometimes when he talks to me, I'm like, it sounds like he sounds like me. He does. (laughs) He does. He does. My baby. Yeah, he's a blessing for sure. He he definitely is like a product of like what God wanted me to see that I'm capable of being able to carry and bear and, and be a part of and, and you know, my actual heart, even with the hard uh exterior. So that's long as yeah. the growth is real. You're actually way sweeter if anything I feel like in some ways we've switched roles I'm a little bit Mm. more like sassy now but Mm. like I feel like it's more so like maturity and that I just feel like it's not but I feel like God's speaking like yeah yeah it's like uh between (laughs) yeah between like me not having a filter in the past and being able Mm -hmm. to use my voice but not not in a, a elegant way I don't want to say it wasn't elegant but just not in a way where it was kingdom you know it's like not everything has to be said and if things are said you know know the time know the place use wisdom you know be able to listen be quick quicker to listen slower to speak and now you know me being mature it's like oh I see that now versus then and it was like for you you know, you're the, you are the, the complete opposite. It's like, oh, you have a voice, you have a voice. Why you don't speak up? You know, it's like you're using all this wisdom and you're carrying yourself in a certain way, you know, where not a lot of people are capable of doing, you know, at such a young age. And then now there's like this, you know, swap where it's not necessarily, you know, you are unfiltered or you have this, you know, mindset where it's like, well, I'm gonna just say what I want to say, and, and this is the the this is the ugly truth, you know. And I don't think I was ever like that either, but it's just one of those things where, you know, now God has given you the the space to 
utilize your voice and and mm-hmm. and you know minister in a way that is different from what you've been doing you know you mm-hmm. the physical where we move we minister through our movement and our bodies versus our voices you know and the things that was called us to say and speak about you know and now for me my season of maturity and growth is you know hmm, listen listen you know be, be able to listen you know be able to interpret what that means versus you know trying to make your own narrative and create your own idea of what somebody else is saying you know or or not being able to we hear them but listening just to be able to respond you know that was back in my immature days so I'm able to voice that and say that you know and you know it's real when you could talk about what it is that you you know you used to do yeah. you've come through you know when yes. when when you pass you can talk about it but if you ain't passed it you can't talk about it so, right you know that's all right that's, all right. No, that's why we I don't have that. that I mean I feel like in that same vein I am a rec- me not say all recovered because I am still like working on it every day Mm -hmm. I have to actually remind myself but at people pleasing I think God really like bringing me out of that more Mm -hmm. so in my life now it's kind of like I just can't worry about what everybody thinks about everything and growing up I was like that like I wanted to create peace and Mm -hmm. I feel like when we're little we have these qualities that are going to be used but when they get refined as you get older if you want to get refined you know because that's a process yeah but that's a subject for another day but I feel like this like past season was really about people pleasing and releasing a lot of that and it's like Mm -hmm. even in little ways even me being on video was really hard for me and I was like I don't want to be on video you know like I just Mm -hmm. don't want to do that like I just don't love social media if I have to be in the mood to want to post yeah (laughs) and it's literally like you know if something just really exciting happens and I'm like you know what I want to share this or I want to encourage somebody other than that I'm like let me go on see what my five you know friends are doing (laughs) and then get Mm -hmm. off and I'll just be a hermit um but I just feel like that's just not what I'm supposed to be doing right now um and I just feel like like you said like maturity changes you and now I'm not as afraid to speak up and say what yeah. I have to say, you know, because like I'd rather say it than not say it. Um, and I share this with my students a lot. I never want to like be so fearful that I don't do what the Lord, I feel like the Lord wants me to do. And then somebody else does it because they were obedient. Like that's so scary to me. Or mm. like it might be like, all right, you didn't use this properly. I'm going to give this to, <laughs> no. <laughs> so mm you know, this is a faith walk, but I love that. Yeah, growth is important. I love that we talk yeah. about it. Just, just... Yeah, and it's all about perspective. I feel like at the end of the day, you know, everybody has their own perspective on certain things. So there may be people who may not even agree with this, but you know what? And it is okay. what it is because everybody is, is created individually. And that's what I like to say. This is the joy of being an adult because you get to do what you want to do and you get to feel how you want to feel. And it's only between you and the Lord at the end of the Amen. day when all Amen. of it's said and done. So, Amen. No, I feel that. Um, sorry, I'm just turning up a little bit. Okay. So I wanted to just jump in. We're not going to go so nitty gritty. I feel like this is like, this could be a whole nother episode too. But, you know, I have been judging and it's been really great. Um, but also like you and me have competed in the past. We've danced our whole lives. We've taught 
so many places um and obviously mm. we are two black women in this industry you know and like we mm. do have different niches and different paths and I feel like that's the beauty of like being able to do life with somebody it's like I love the path that you're on and I also feel like you appreciate the path I'm on and it's nice to see like you know the spaces you're in and vice versa but it's funny mm-hmm. because we have gotten chances to share spaces together and go through mm-hmm. things together that we're like really so that's really why I wanted you to be on here with me I originally was going to do this like part two about like how to how to approach like race in your studio with grace and wisdom and because I feel like a lot of studios are really like you know kid gloves with it and sometimes you can't really have kid gloves about things that need to be discussed or just like simple things about like costumes. So mm-hmm. I guess I just wanted us to chat and like give some insight a little bit, maybe help some people, um, you know, with like little simple things because mm. I do think sometimes we overthink things instead of just like kind of using like, I don't say common sense, but yeah, like you just using common sense and being like, if I don't know, let me just ask. And I feel like, you know, with the state of our world, I would much rather somebody ask me than to assume like that. I would much rather. So um, with that, I kind of just want to hop in. But oh, wait, before I say this, like T said, like, if this does not serve you, like what we're talking about, that's okay. But I will say in our experience, we have a lot of teaching experience and a lot of dance experience. And, you know, we have had to choose costumes and I know for me and her we're very aware of the costumes we choose and Mm -hmm. we're very aware of the hairstyles and all these different things based on who we're working with we never want anybody to feel left out so this advice or you know this chat is really to just hopefully open minds hopefully you know um, give you more insight and help above anything else I really truly want us to be able to help so Mm -hmm. um, with that I I feel like, you know, in my judging experience, I've noticed this a lot and I have seen a change. So I'm very grateful for that. But like simple things like undergarments. Mm. Now, I know when we were younger, there wasn't an array of choices. (laughs) Like, obviously, you see our complexions. I was wearing tights Tiana's color. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Because there weren't. It was white. (laughs) <laughs> listen we gonna keep it 100 on here okay i told y'all i love jesus but he Guys. created me to be this way <laughs> i said i was the other side of her guys we gotta do better well, no we we gotta do better like like look at i just want you to take a second really look if you are listening to this and you can't like see us right now Tiana is more fair skin. I am more on the chocolate spectrum. She is more on the like vanilla latte side of the spectrum of the chocolate spectrum. The wintertime. <laughs> the summertime, I'm a little bit more of a caramel macchiato. Yes. So like there should be no reason why we're wearing the same color tights when it comes to these like so called tan. I, I mean, now we've gotten better. We call them like, you know, skin color or like your you know all these different colors but I'm grateful now that there are like I know a lot of brands have come out dance brands have come out with like different options I just feel like we have to investigate have evolved. 
The times have evolved, which is good. I feel like there's three things that come to mind, you know, before even getting into this is like, number one, accept the facts. Accept the facts that you, me, we, she, everybody, we all are created differently as far as tone, skin tone. Mm -hmm. If Mm -hmm. I'm black, I'm black. I'm not, you know, ain't no extra stuff. You got to just accept the facts, right? Except that we come from two different lifestyles and backgrounds, and that's just what it is. Culture-wise, skin tone, all of that. Number two, there's an art in asking questions, like you said, not assuming. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to, there, there is a specific art in being able to ask questions. Not just asking questions, but it's the way that you, you know, there's mm-hmm. a time, there's a space, there's a place, there's a tone, there's a delivery. And number three, you know, dropping a thing. Dropping a thing. Because there's a lot of people who, you know, can be offended easily. And it's like, if you pick up the spirit of offense, that's on you. That's not on me. I didn't ask God to make me black. (laughs) So if you are an instructor who happens to be Caucasian, white, whatever you want to say or call it, you know, because we have to lay this out. This is this or any other culture that's not, you know, whatever color you are. You have to remember that there will be parents who are out there who do not have these qualities or do not have the capacity to understand these three things that I just said, you know, so you cannot be offended. You can't be offended. Or if you are a student, even though I know that there are students on here that listen and stuff. If you're a student and you're 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 working to become an instructor or you're, you know, you have goals to be able to teach one day or to work with you know competition dancers or dancers recreational whatever competition you know you have to know that you can't be offended because Mm -hmm. we've already gone through that we've gone Mm -hmm. through those those things right so this is why we're sharing you know with the world and people who don't know who may not be educated on this you know uh hey if i had a, a teacher that was not black and she said oh this is a perfect color for you and it was uh dark dark brown then what? <laughs> you know, so this is why, and we say these things with love. Yeah, of course. You know, that's why we're like chuckling a certain we way. But um, again, I think one of the one of the biggest things too, as far as going back in the beginning of this podcast, is understanding that we do have a voice, and we are black women. Mm-hmm. So there are ways that we can communicate, and there are ways that you and I. You know, me, you and I, actually, we understand our language, and this is the joy of being able to be a Black woman where we can speak this way because we've already dealt with the things that we've dealt with in the culture of being. Mm-hmm. So, to be able to speak this way because I no longer have to worry about wearing certain undergarments that don't fit me as a, as a woman, as a grown woman, because my mama didn't know, and if she did know, you know, cool, but was she always around to help me with costumes? No. So that was my mm-hmm. story, right? Luckily, we had an African-American teacher to to yeah. be able to have our backs and be like, uh, you, you can't wear that, baby. Like, you know, that's just that. No, this is the color that she needs. This is the color that she needs, you know? And I know that there are certain dancers out there who may not have the guidance and may not understand, but that's you know? Here. So there you go. Those three things, I feel like, 
Mm-hmm. You know, before going into this, you have to remember that, you know, there's an art in asking questions. You have to accept the facts and you just cannot, you cannot be quick to be offended. Yeah, I I agree. And I think even to that point, like the, like the, just being different, I think there's beauty in that. I think because we're black teachers, it's a difference in how we teach and how we enter a space because we're already thinking about including everybody because we want to be included, mm-hmm. obviously our whole life. We want to be accepted, included. So we create spaces like that, right? It's important right. to us because we don't want anybody. And that's, and you know, me and you have worked in very diverse environments. Like we've worked at any kind of studio you could think of any kind of group you could think of. And yep. so we have learned how to adapt. Number one, number two, to speak into things that might be uncomfortable. And so I think that one thing I would say for teachers out there, or even studio owners, if you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know like what, how to do this tight situation. Like number one, there are tights for every skin complexion I want to say right now, or even close enough that I, I just feel like we have to do better in caring for our dancers who are African-American and making sure they have the proper tights because it does look really off to me when I'm watching a group of amazing dancers and I see, you know, a few African-American dancers on stage that have different colored tights. Like that's, that's just, to me, it's distracting. So I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, you have the same tights on as everybody, but no dancers made the same, you know? So just like we wouldn't put everybody in, you know, everybody has different body types. We want to put something complimentary to everybody in the group. I would hope we want to make sure the undergarments that are seen or like their leotards, like there's leotards, undergarment leotards that are the correct right. colors. There's no need. So I can't with you. Here's Ruthie, guys. Because we did a gig, and I was like, oh my God, the fishnet is not coming in. I had to ask one of the other dancers who happened to be white. And she, but it made me a little, and I was like, you know what? I respect that. Yeah. That you were, you were lighthearted about it because you didn't <laughs> want to like give it to me and just Please. be like, oh, hey, you know, like, yeah, we were two different. Yeah, but the other dancer, she ended up having some more tannish kind of business, <laughs> and it worked out. But I'm telling you that this is important. This is important. So important. It is. Even, and even if they don't say it, I'm just going to speak on behalf of every little Black dancer in all of everywhere who might not, who might be the minority in the group. It was, it's such a difference when they feel seen. It's su- such a difference when they can feel like they matter in the group and, and as far as costumes. Like, I have had conversations with people about this. Mm-hmm. I, you know, about how it made them feel like I have tights. And even my mom, she thinks she's she thinks this is hilarious because I always bring this up. Because when I was little, there were no options. So when mm-hmm. I tell her that, she's like, actually, you got to let it go. <laughs> she's always like, you got to let I'm like, no, I will not let it go. Because uh, it and makes this is me why so we happy. talk about this to this day. Right? Because it makes me so happy when I see somebody on stage. I actually just saw this, like, I think it was like last week and I was judging and I saw a group and they did multiple dances and they all had the right tight colors and jazz mm-hmm. shoes because there are jazz shoes yeah, too. Yeah, don't forget well. about the shoes. Yes. Don't and forget about the leotard. Fun. Yeah, it looks so complete. The whole line was nice. I was, I, and I commented yeah. on it. I was like, you know what? Kudos to the studio and whoever chose this costume because it, it is a, so beautiful to see all of the dancers look 
their best and not yeah. see one type color for everybody like right like, yeah I have two things I feel like and you know I want you to keep going but I just wanted to say this is a time where you have to see color yes and that's how and then also that, like, when you come to to us like as the you know just being little black girls back in the day you know feeling seen is one thing but feeling seen in a good way not because our hair looks different than yours not because oh now I gotta get braids to put my hair up in a ponytail or a style for competition because my hair is not fine and it doesn't just go in a ponytail or if I get a press I'm gonna flip my hair out so I have to alter my style in order to blend in you know it's like it's not only about feeling seen but feeling seen in the right way not because oh we stand out because I remember being asked questions like oh your hair doesn't go in a ponytail and certain things like that or yeah. having to have a certain style I can't just switch up I'm sorry I gotta yeah. get braids now now I gotta go sit for four hours to get some braids for competition in order to be able to change my hair and still working with kids to this day who have to do that so I feel mm-hmm. you yes yeah. we want to be seen but we want to be seen in a positive way or be seen in a way where it makes us feel good and, mm-hmm. and included, not different enough to where it's like, oh, I'm so different that, oh, maybe this is a bad thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Is my hair not good because it's right. not the same, you know? And I feel like as Black women now, we're just now coming into being able to accept ourselves naturally. Um, no makeup some days, wearing an afro some days because of these things that has happened in our, you know, now feel the work when we were kids when we were growing up in the dance studio dancing with you know majority of non-black students because we were it was only a few of us but we had a black teacher you know so I think that's something to really uh think about specifically because there's you know a caveat to those things like yes you 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 can't you don't have to you have to because you you know in order for us to to feel confident and feel like you know oh wow cool now I have something that matches or you know yes Yes. I'm the I could be the only black dancer out of all of these beautiful women but as long as everything matches you know and the times have changed and evolved which is great um but it it is becoming a thing where it's like oh now look at all these shades of brown look at all these new like and it still kind of gives like that I'm so happy about it, but ugh, like, you know, why couldn't they have done this back then? We but little. it's okay though. But it's fine. I'll let that go. But it does make me happy that now like point shoes and ballet shoes and like there's a there's a, a variety of different shades. And I think that's beautiful. And that's why I felt like it's important to even have this and for us to share our hearts because like this is something real. So when I do see that it's not the case, it does make me like, come on. We don't have to be like this and take the time to see that you do have diverse students. And actually to the hair point, just like we can wrap up hair and makeup together. I feel like it's important to make sure that you have like you, that you set out when you, I know how the whole competition thing, you send out the makeup and all this, make sure you have a variety for everybody's skin complexion. Mm -hmm. Because as a choreographer, I know like who's in my group. And when they ask me about makeup, I always think about that. And if, especially mm-hmm. if they're not yeah, necessarily my 
true skin complexion, like the same skin complexion as me, I'm going to make sure I have a variety. Like this is a color I want. And these are the different colors based on your shade. I think that's yeah. So makeup is very big too. Me and, and someone the same color. Like no, right? <laughs> so I mean, like, I could wear your color on my 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 contour. I could do that. But as somebody you know who is focusing on solutions, right? There are probably instructors who want to know. Okay, well then, what do I need to do? Do I depend on the parent? Because what if the parent doesn't know? No. You know, you can. I mean, obviously there's resources. Hey, Fenty, Rihanna has a perfect set of, you know, um, foundations and concealers because obviously, you know, me going to cosmetology school helps. I ain't no makeup artist. I don't call me no MUA, but, you know, these are the resources. Fenty, if you would like to, you know, find the best uh, or easiest one, Rihanna has a perfect um, set of African-American, you know, uh, foundation or colors, skin tones, you know, for African-Americans, foundations and concealer wise. And hey, if you are listening or if you're watching, what you want to think about is if you need to find a match, you're always going to put it on your jawline. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. you take the color, you put it on the jawline. If there's a line of demarcation between the, the, the face and the neck, you will now know that that is the wrong color. These are for those people who was like, okay, well, help me out here because we can have right. conversations, but I need the actual, I need the tools and the resources. Listen, if you are somebody who's hands-on as an instructor, you go ahead and check them babies by putting their foundation or whatever it is that they have. If they bring something to you, put it on that jawline. You mm-hmm. make sure that, it, that it's the same color as their neck and you can go ahead and, and tell that there you go. There's, there's, we got that out the way. Makeup is done. Now next, we yeah. got we got to focus on the the, Wait, the underground. Really quick though, before we do, before we switch, I can't. Before we switch, um, I was gonna say that Sephora actually, if because Fenty, you know, if that price point is a little too much, Sephora's brand actually has really great. Like you can see, there's a nice range of just not even just lipsticks, but lipsticks, foundations, contour, brush, all these things that you can literally go in, um, and ask them. And you can even mm-hmm. send all your dancers to go if they're older, obviously mm-hmm. younger. What One thing that I have done is started doing recently is going on Pinterest mm-hmm. and type literally typing in red lipstick for brown skin, like mm-hmm. red lipstick for fair skin. And if I have oh, two cool. like different shades and then I put it on a little mood board and I send it off and I feel like that's been really helpful just so okay. they can see like visually and then like literally showing them like like the different shades of tights and telling them this is where you need to go or this is what you need to do and I'll add it in the show notes like resources and all that but you guys there's so many things that you can do now there's no excuse um and then even like hair I love that you brought that up hair I saw a studio that actually had like they decided everybody's gonna wear a ponytail the whole time and I had they had girls that were wearing their hair in a natural state and I literally got I got teary-eyed because I loved that they accepted okay everybody's gonna wear a ponytail but that's gonna look different and that's okay they didn't straighten mm-hmm. their hair do all of that and literally it, all that extra stuff because they might not want to if they do want to get braids if they don't that's their prerogative but mm-hmm. I think just finding a hairstyle that works with everybody and not feeling not making people feel bad and if you're not sure then ask the parent don't ask the dancer well what can you do with your hair do not do that Mm-mm. ask the parent in a respectful way email them or say hey i want to hop on the phone and just you know t- 
talk about our hairstyles right. coming up. I want to make sure I'm including everybody using right. that language, including. And I see that your child is beautiful and is African-American or, you know, whatever. Yeah, lead with the positive. It's all good to ask questions. It's just how you do it, not how, what can you do with your hair and your hair is different. Like, of course, our hair is different. Mm -hmm. God made it for a reason. So I think right. that that's like, I love that, you know, that there's ways to get around these things. It doesn't have to be. Yeah. And, and most importantly, just educate yourselves. I feel like, you know, we research every single thing, but the, the, the important things, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, because I can, you know, I, I'll Google how, why are cinnamon rolls round, you know, but it's like you educating yourself on stuff that's unnecessary <laughs> at the end of the day. I'm just here to encourage you, educate yourself because it, yeah. what, what helps is to understand prior to asking the question. And I think if we can search for certain things and we can look for certain things and we can educate ourselves and be intentional about um, getting the knowledge that we need, that will help with the art of asking, right? So we know where to lead. We know how to lead. We know what to start with. We know how to approach these things. Things that are sensitive to, to people who may feel like they are, they have to walk on eggshells because they don't want to offend anyone. And I get that. I understand that, you know. 100%. Um, so, yeah, just educate yourself and just remember, you know, I feel like if we, if we can accept the facts and we can make sure that, you know, we feel minority mm -hmm. we may not be a minority anymore i'm not really sure but that's another, that's another, that's another i think but, in certain spaces maybe but yeah. not in the grand scheme of the world <laughs> yeah i feel like we can help dancers start to feel more confident we can you know help Every them dancer. start to feel less uh, just different in a bad way you know yeah i mean nobody wants to feel like an alien no and i've literally seen t's classes and she makes everybody feel loved like we love all the kids we teach we don't care if they're yellow green blue you know magenta <laughs> however they come in that room we take them as they are and we love them so what we're encouraging because i feel like this is something more so if you are um, a black teacher, you I know you're resonating with this, that when you're in a classroom, you see everybody for who they are and you celebrate differences. And I'm not saying that nobody else does that, but I think it is something because we want that for ourselves. You yeah, just, normally we, we, we want desire that, that. Emulate that, right? But I want to encourage all teachers, all studio owners, like start seeing your, your students for who they really are and celebrating that and encouraging in that and making sure that they look their best because that when they look their best when they're competing or performing or doing whatever showcase it just makes a difference and they feel seen and loved mm -hmm. and like they matter they matter just like everybody yeah. else so um and i just want to add to that start teaching your students to do the same thing to see people for who they are you know yeah. well again them for who they are mm -hmm. yeah see them for what they are Yes. You know, and but, understand that everybody's different and we all have different lifestyles and we all have different, you know, things that we go through culturally. So, yeah. I love that. Uh, I know 
this is like I feel like we're gonna have a whole nother episode because yeah we we need a part two we definitely this is actually part two we're gonna have a part three because we have to there's a whole yeah I did did part one already um Um, it was just like scratching the surface like but I feel like this could be like over there's so many things you could address um but I hope this like helped like costuming like if you need help I reach out to us please our our hand our Instagram handles and our emails are gonna be in the show notes but we are here as resources. I want to help if you need, like, if you're like, I don't know what to do uh, with hair and I don't know what to do with makeup. Like I've literally had someone from a studio ask me and it literally touched my heart. She was like, I just I feel weird asking you, but I want to know what do mm. I do about hair for my students? Yeah. Should I ask them to get braids? Should I not? And I was like, it's up to them, you know, but find a hairstyle that everybody feels comfortable with, but don't bring it to the kids, bring it to the parents and, you know, and make sure that. that, you know, and even you could even send a group email like to all your parents like I love that I have a diverse set of students I want to make sure that I have hairstyles that are appropriate for everyone so everybody can show up in their their best whatever they feel most confident and beautiful in because at the end of the day we're not it's not just about dance we're building we're building humans right we're helping to raise these kids and if you didn't think that if you didn't know dance teachers right because we've been mom like seriously like they spend so much time at the studio so they do become like your kids so we're helping in that it's important to de- developmentally to make sure that they feel loved and seen and that they matter it's how they show up in the world not just on stage so it so matters so matters okay. um but we'll talk about more to come but before i wrap i just wanted to make a little announcement mm-hmm. i knew you were going to be eyebrow that's why i did that side shoulder so Summer of Purpose, we have like we've recently started promoting it, but now we're into like high gear. Let's go. It's July 28th through the 30th in New York City. This is our second year doing it. I'm really pumped because I feel like the first year was like, all right, Lord, is everybody going to show up? So when yeah. everybody showed up and it went amazing, I was just really touched. And I was like, wow, this is so needed. And if you don't know, it's literally a three day intensive um, that results in a dance video on the third. And the third day of the intensive and it's just like a bunch of classes that are literally tailored to not only grow them as dancers but from the inside out they're gonna walk away transformed because the students that I saw walk in last um, summer in the beginning were completely different when they left I was like Ooh, mm, she walked with her it. head up shoulders down ready to go and mm. so I'm excited for this year we've planned some really amazing things and Tiana will be joining us mm-hmm. this year mm-hmm. I'm excited excited guys like this faculty is fire like I'm excited I feel like I'm going to be taking everybody's classes like we're going to be doing faculty announcements later like this month very soon but Tiana since she's on here I was like let me just you know just jump out and just say Tiana (laughs) is going to be with us for some of her purpose and she's teaching hip-hop she we call our teachers like faculty but also like mentors so she is teaching hip-hop but also a mentor and I'm excited for her to speak life into these young dancers. So if you're 14 mm. up and you live in New York City or you don't, come through, travel, hop on a plane because you don't want to miss Summer of Purpose, the experience 2023. I will add info in our show notes where you can apply. You have to be there. That's our. Yeah. That's actually our tag. Just be there, yeah, period. Be there. Don't miss out. You want to, if you're like, what is it about? Hit me up. Let's set up a call. I'll tell you all about it, but I know it's important not just to 
teach dancers dance, but to teach them how to be purposeful, to show up in the world with purpose because they matter. And it's important for us to make sure that these dancers matter as they go into their different endeavors in dance. So Mm. thank you, Miss TT, for being on our first video episode. You know, we're just, you know, we're just trying to do our best here. So, you know. That's all we're trying to do is progress. We're not trying to be perfect. You know, we're, we're not trying to be anybody, anything but ourselves. So hope y'all feel our love through this. And you guys are so loved. Thank you for listening to Purpose Chats. And I'll see you soon. That's it. Peace. Well, Dance Fam, once again, I'm Ashley Rich. And I want to thank you for listening to the Purpose Chats podcast.